It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Jerry Jones with some scintillating comments ahead of Wild Card Weekend. What a surprise. <laughs> Happy Thursday morning, everybody. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale here with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Hi, guys. Happy good morning, good morning, good morning. Barn burners tonight at the crib. We got the goat versus the baby goat. Yeah, right? no, no, baby, baby bird. We got baby LeBron bird. versus Luca. No. Right? Or just baby bird? Baby bird. He ain't goat status yet. And neither one of them can shoot a lick. Yeah, that's that's a whole I, other, but who notices? Who even cares? I, I, how can a guy not shoot? Yeah. Become the all-time leading scorer. That's a good question. That's the best question you've yeah, ever asked. Yeah, Way to go. Yeah, that's like, Way to go. Oh, he couldn't catch. Huh? That's like saying Jerry Rice huh? couldn't catch. Yeah. But he got more catches, more yards than anybody else. Uh, I think Jerry Rice could catch. I think LeBron yeah. James can uh, shoot. Do you yeah, really? Yeah, I really do. Huh, wait, the guy who's shooting 29.6 from three right now? 29.6? That's horrendous. Got averaging 29 points a game, too. Huh. Go ahead, go ahead, Jenny. We go ahead. We'll get to the hardwood, gentlemen. I promise you, we'll get to that this morning. But first, we got to talk about Jerry Jones and Cowboys. Skip, oh my goodness. Okay, so Dak Prescott tied for the most interceptions this season with 15. He's thrown at least one pick in seven straight games. However, Jerry Jones remaining confident in his QB, saying, quote, it's in Dak's DNA not to turn the ball over. I have all the confidence in the world that he, as a player, has all the right balance of confidence or all of the right balance of aggressiveness as it pertains to a turnover. Shannon, does Jerry have a point here? Yeah, the only point that Jerry has is on top of his head because I think he bumped into a door or something and he got a pump not on top of his head. <laughs> That's the only point that he has, Skip. Mm-hmm. I see better than I hear. I hear what Jerry's saying, <laughs> but I see in the last seven games, he has at least one interception in all seven games. Yeah. As a matter of fact, in four of those seven games, he has at least two interceptions. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a guy that led the, co-led the league in interceptions and he missed five games. The last time that happened, Skip, Norm Sneed did it in 1973. You remember old Norm? He probably yeah. covered him. Yeah. Jake Plummer did it in 99. Carson Wentz did it in 2020, and they missed four games. Dak Colette, and he missed five. Mm. Five games. Five. So what is Jerry Skip, what is Jerry talking about? Oh. It's in his DNA. What's mm. in his DNA is turning the ball over. Mm. Now, remember last year, Skip, he had uh, uh last year he had 14 fumbles. He lost six. Mm-hmm. He cut that down. He only lost, he only had four fumbles. This only lost one. Mm-hmm. But he picked the interceptions up. Yep. So Jerry's just Jerry's just talking, mm. just like he does a lot of times. They might need to, you know, Jerry, Jerry, you know, mm. because it's not making a whole lot of sense. He can't convince anybody mm. that Dak is not turnover prone when they've seen in seven straight games he's had at least one, and four of the seven he's had two. Mm. So what's so I, I don't skip? I don't even. Uh, I, I'm I'm confused. Mm. I, I really am confused. In three of the four, guess what, Skip? In three of the four games he got pick six. 
Three of the last four. Yes. yes. Three of the last four. Let, yeah. Three of the last four. He got a pick six. And at Washington, he tried to throw two in a row, but they dropped the Yeah, the, and the guy slipped. But Kendall Fuller like, damn, I uh-huh. slipped. He said, but guess what? Okay, I'm going to get it. up. I'm going to stand yeah. right here. And he's going to do it again. He'll he he throw it right back to me. Right back to it. <laughs> so, Skip, Jerry Jones makes no sense. <sighs> no, I do not believe uh, this in his DNA. <laughs> that he's not going to turn the football over when what I've seen all year long mm-hmm. is Dak turn the football over. Yep. So Jerry is absolutely wrong on this one. I understand what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Trying to, I, I got the utmost confidence in Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. He understands the, the turnover, the, the right balance mm-hmm. between being aggressive and not turning the football over. I can't tell because all I can do is see. I see better than I hear. I hear what yep. you're saying, Jerry. But yep. when I watch I was like, damn, Dak, you threw another pick and another one and another one? Seven straight games, 15 times. Mm. In 12 games. Mm. Okay. I hear everything you just said. I can't hear what Jerry's trying to say, but I will (laughs) tell you this. I know Jerry well enough to tell you that I can smell when he's just trying to sell proverbial ice to Eskimos. I can smell it when he's just trying to spin it. No, what you smell is bull giant. That's what you smell. But he's not trying to spin this. I think he has convinced himself because he paid the man so much money. He has delusionally convinced himself that Dak is that guy. Right. And I'm still waiting to see that guy emerge. And maybe he will over the next two, three, four weeks. Who knows? Yes. But to your point, I can't yet see it because the harder I look, the worse it gets. It does. And the last line that Jen didn't get to, I got to read this one. This is Jerry on Dak. He understands turnover better than all of us put together. All of us put together, he understands. Dak understands how to avoid turnovers better than you and I and <laughs> Kellen Moore and Dan Quinn and all of us. More than Jerry, though, all of us. I thought Jerry was the, was the, 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 you know, the, the game, of game of football. He's so. the guru. Yeah, he is the owner and the operator of my football team. All right. So I, I sat back last night and I thought, okay. Has he been a turnover machine? I thought Andrew Luck coming out of college, I said he's going to be a high turnover guy. And for those first three years, he was – I can just show you the numbers. Yeah. <clears throat> turnover machine. Right. Dak has not been that. But if we trace back Dak to Mississippi State, where I first seized upon him in 2014 when they rose all the way up to number one. I'm watching a game on a treadmill one day. I was at a wedding, our man Witt's wedding in Sarasota, Florida. Uh-huh. And I'm watching – Auburn at Mississippi State, and and Dak Prescott just blew me away on the treadmill. Almost fell off the treadmill watching him. He just took Auburn all apart, and they rose to number one. Then they went to Tuscaloosa. Uh, Yeah, okay. Right, so so here's the point in the bigger picture before I get to Tuscaloosa. So as a part-time starter in his, what would have been his redshirt, sophomore year, he had 10 touchdowns to seven interceptions. Not not the greatest of starts. Right. Showing you a little bit of high turnover. That fateful year, 2014, which was the team's best year, he was 27 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. It's still a little high on the interception side, right? If you get to double digits. Considering guys not throwing 40 and five, uh, 40 touchdowns to five picks. The final year that he stayed there when he was a senior, he did not come out early because he wasn't good enough to come out early because he was about to be drafted in the fourth round. And and if if not for maybe Jason Garrett at the senior bowl, I'm not sure he would have gone as high as the fourth. Okay. But in that final year there, the team fell off the map because it went nine and four when a lot of people thought they were going to be really good. But he was 29 to five. So that's a better year. That's where you say, okay, I like that. Yes, yes. Now back to the fateful 2014, it's his junior season. 
They go to Tuscaloosa, and it's Bama, and it's Coach Saban, and it's St. Nick. We, we get all that. Right. But I thought Mississippi State was riding high, and he did have some weapons, and, and he was a weapon unto himself because he was running with the ball right. a lot at that point. Mm-hmm. So they go down there, and he threw two touchdown passes, and he threw for 290 yards, I guess it was. Yeah, nine, 290 yards. He threw three interceptions. Mm-hmm. And I watched the game closely because I was beating my drum for Dak Prescott back on the old show on ESPN because I, I was enamored. And I thought, uh-oh, here he comes. And they became my favorite other team than the Oklahoma Sooners that year. And we talked and talked and talked about them on the air leading up to the big game at Tuscaloosa. Okay. So this was number one in the nation versus number five Bama, mm-hmm. except unfortunately it was at their place. Yes. And you know what can happen at their place. Well, the final score was 25 to 20 because Dak threw a touchdown with like four seconds left. Right. You know, like it was one of those those empty calorie yeah. touchdowns to cut it to that. But, so that's where he got the so that's where he started uh, eating the, the he, he empty did. calorie food at he did. college. Okay. Okay. But I look back before the show today at, at, to remind myself of what happened on the interceptions. The first one came at Alabama's 40-yard line, so you're in Alabama's territory. And the, the second one came at Alabama's 15-yard line, so you, you got a chance to cash. Yep. And the last one came at Alabama's 20-yard line. You really got a chance to cash with four minutes left. You could have cut it to 25 to 20, and then we, we could have a conversation right. because you're back in the ball game, right? right? Mm-hmm. Get one stop, maybe you got a shot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so those are, those are bad idea interceptions when, when you're on the precipice. And, and if – if it indicated things to come, yeah, okay, I, I'll I'll buy this. Right. You know that that he's starting to show turnover prone at Mississippi State, especially in the bigger games. Right. Okay. So now I look at his body of work in the National Football League. So he's thrown 166 touchdowns since he came in the league, just 65 interceptions. It, it, it's it's not great, but certainly right. not bad. Yeah, as long as you're t- two to one, but you know, as long as you're two, two and a half to one, okay. you're good. All right. But he's lost 25 fumbles, so that's 90 total giveaways by Dak Prescott. That, since he came into the league, is the eighth most in the league. Well, it's not horrible, but it's not very good. It's it's not... It's not what you'd call Super Bowl bound. Kind yeah, of but, quarterback but Skip play. probably wouldn't. And I didn't. No, I didn't know where you were going with this, so I didn't really look it up. But I guarantee you, if you look at the guys that lead in turnovers, they're not winning a whole bunch of games. They're not winning in the playoffs. I got it. It's Jameis was number one because okay. he's just been. He, well, yeah, he, he he got a bakery cut. All he does yeah. is turn it over. Yeah, but, you know, I liked him coming out. I, but he was I, a turnover machine I, I in college. He, he, he was, and he had his off-field issue. We yeah. got all that. But, man, could he wing it? When yes. he gets going, he can flat yeah. out he throw it. He threw for 5,000. I know. He can throw it, but he's going to throw it to he, you a lot, yeah. and he's going to lose the ball He threw 30 picks in one, in oh, one yeah. season. Okay, well, that's, that's set up the Brady thing. Yes. Okay. All right. Derek Carr is second on that list, and, and that that should tell you like they like sent him home early. They sent him home before they the just, season was they over. They just sent him home, but but he's another one. You you try to get your arm around him, mm-hmm. and you just can't. Like nope. he'll have a game, and you'll say, "Well, right. did you see that?" Nope. Yep. And they'll have a winning streak. Yep. Did you see that? And then all of a sudden, whoosh, did you, you just see that? Goes up in smoke. Yes. Okay, so he's second on that list. Matt Ryan is third uh, on that list. Matt okay. Turnover. Okay, your friend. Third, fourth, fifth cousins is, yes. is fourth on this list. Jared Goff is high on this list because yes. he's been a big turnover. Yes, he, he has. better this year. That, this might have been his best year. Yes. You could argue. Because I think right? he went like nine games without a turnover, no. without a pick at least. Your ex-friend, your old friend Carson Wentz is next Marvin, on the list. Yep. 
And then Matt Stafford, because this is since Dak came in the league, because yeah. it's going to include that all, all those bad numbers from Detroit. Detroit yes. But I'll also warn you or remind you that last year, Matt Stafford led the NFL in interceptions, and they got hot and went and won the Super Bowl. Because he's talented, if he can just figure out how not to throw it to you, if McVay can kind of keep him between the lines a little bit. But remember, he threw the one to Tart in the NFC Championship game. Tart no longer a 49er. But he just hit him right in the hands. It was a game changer, and he dropped it. That's who he has always been. All right, now this year, Dak Prescott. I even remind you against Philadelphia, a game they had to win, a game they did win, albeit against the, the reason they had to win it is because it wasn't Jalen, it was Gardner Minshew. Right. You, you got to win that game. It's, it's your game to win because, or you could argue it's your game to lose at home, but you, you better win that game okay. against Gardner Minshew, who still throws for 355 and goes up and down the field. But remember, we, we had pulled the video on this. In the fourth quarter of that game, Dak threw one pass into high traffic in the, in, in the middle of the field, and like three Eagles could have caught mm-hmm. it before the Cowboys caught it, and they, they knocked it out of each other's hands, mm-hmm. and it was highly dangerously interceptable. Remember that? Yeah. And then he gets strip-sacked, and the ball is loose, and it looked like three Reddick. Eagles had yeah, it. I thought Reddick had it. D- d- didn't you think? I did. And Biotish made not- the save of the year. I don't know. I, he like snaked the ball right. out from under mm-hmm. Reddick or somebody mm-hmm. had it. Was yeah. it some? Uh, yeah. I, I forget. The same thing happened with the Texans. Remember the Texans had him. They and did. And he fumbled the ball and somebody. Okay. He, he did. Oh, 73 came up with it because it was okay. his guy that made the save. All right. So he's actually had some good fortune on turnovers that teetered that, mm-hmm. that didn't go the other way. Right. So w- what's my read on him? Well, It's a be careful what you wish for. I believe when Dak Prescott looks in the mirror, he still sees a fourth-round pick. Mm -hmm. And he's a good guy, and and he's a hard worker, and he's a try-hard guy, sometimes to a fault. But sometimes when you know you're overachieving a little bit, he's obviously got talent, but he doesn't have huge – he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Josh Allen. He's not Joe Burrow to me, and he's not, not those guys. But but he's the next tier guy, and he kind of hangs in there as that tenish on the list, mm-hmm. like top tenish. Maybe he's eleven, maybe he's twelve, well, maybe he's fallen to thirteenth. But the, the 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 harder he tries, the worse it gets. And he got paid. And remember when when he went to sort of quote unquote contractual war with Jerry, bet on himself down the stretch of twenty nineteen. I thought he unraveled completely. Well, he did, Skip. But also when you look at it, Skip, you pay somebody forty million. You're not paying him forty million to turn around and hand the ball up to Zeke and Tony Pollard. No. Well, obviously. So you no. want him to throw yeah. the football, yeah. but. That's not the best. That's not the best thing for the Cowboys. It's been proven yeah. when they run it more than they throw it, yeah. they're more it's, successful. It, it screams at you. That's but for what some are. reason, they don't like winning like that. Mm. They like to try to win with Dak throwing the ball forty plus times, and it sets him up for failure more times than not because he's going to put the ball in harm's way. Skip. He's just like you like you like to use the term, and I think you came up with the term. He's a careful gambler. He's not. He's not. He puts the ball in harm's way far too many times. Okay, so the pressure has mounted because of, A, the contract. He, not this year, but last year, he made 75 guaranteed right. million. And, and obviously, as a fan, I'm like, okay, show me. Right. I, I got you. You know, way to go. You got your money. You won the battle with Jerry Jones. Right. Jerry sat right there at the press conference and looked at you, looked you in the eye and said, I overpaid you. Yeah, you got me. Okay, you got me. <laughs> You took me to the cleaners. You took me to the bank. Yep. Okay, good. Now, now live up. And it's hard because he's, 
he's not a top 10. He's like an 11th or 12th. Right. So he starts trying harder and harder. And because you're the Dallas Cowboy quarterback, you're America's right. team quarterback, you are going to get your off-field opportunities. But, Skip, there's more pressure because of look at Tampa. Tampa has struggled all year long with the exception of one or two games. Yep. They have looked very vulnerable, very beatable, and they've been beaten. They're 8-9. You get the Cowboys, who are favored, going on the road, although they haven't won a road playoff game since 92. That's even more. They're pre- for their last eight. And you're dealing with a 45-year-old that didn't play well this year. Okay. So now they didn't like that. But he's 7-0 oh against you. Yes. So let's see. You're 0-8 over your last eight road games. Oh, well, we're not going to get into the comments that Jerry said because Jerry said we're not playing Tom Brady. We're playing the Buccaneers. And so we might neutralize Tom Brady and still lose to the other guys. I understand the record that we haven't beaten Tom Brady. I said, I thought you said you weren't playing Tom Brady. So, Jerry. Okay. But, Skip, at, at the end of the day, you can't win this game with Dak playing the way he's played over the last seven weeks. Yeah. Because you play double for turnovers in the playoffs. And if you turn the ball over twice against Tampa – you're going to lose. It's really, Skip, it's really that simple. I agree. And the moment, because the momentum swing is just so, so vast come playoff time. Teams will run 14, 21 points on you mm-hmm. when you turn the ball over. And it seems like turnovers come in bunches. You turn the ball over once, and the next thing you know, somebody else spits it up, and now it's two, it's back-to-back turnovers, and now they're going in for another touchdown. And if you were down three, you're down 10, you're down 14 before you know it. Mm. Agreed. But the the – the bigger picture, the external issue is he does so many national TV commercials. I think when he turns on the TV and sees himself again and again and again, it's hard on your psyche because you feel like you got to live up to that. Well, well, that direct TV commercial with the housewives, it's just it's like every other commercial, right? But you said that when he walks by, he sees he sees a fourth round pick. I think he sees himself as Patrick Mahomes. He sees himself as the guys because he's in that realm of money making. Well, he knows he needs to be that. Exactly. For sure. Exactly. Okay. But when I get paid like that, Skip, if I live in Beverly Hills, I, I, even though my house might not be as big as theirs, I'm in Beverly Hills, yep. so I feel like I belong. That is well, if true. I'm in that if I'm in that contractual category with those other top guys, hell, I feel like I belong. Okay. Then don't underestimate although you probably will, but I don't underestimate the Cooper Rush factor because Dak went out opening night. He stunk against Tampa, got his finger, uh, uh, thumb busted, gone for five games. Right. Here came Cooper Rush, and I said, I think they're going to be okay because I'd seen Cooper Rush at Minnesota, Minnesota. the year before, okay. and, and he'd thrown for 300 and whatever it was, mm-hmm. 30 yards, and thrown a last-second touchdown pass to Amari Cooper to win the game against Kirk Cousins. Here he comes, and he, against Cincinnati, again, they were struggling at that point, and they left Jerry World 0-2. But in the last one minute of that game, Cooper Rush completes three straight big passes to set up a walk-off field goal. Right. Then he goes up to the Giants on Monday night when they were riding high, and they're, a good, they're pretty good. They're in the I, I'm, I'm not going to be shocked if they go to Minnesota and win a playoff game. Either. All right. So he goes up there, Saquon busts loose for a 40-yard touchdown, middle of the third quarter, and all of a sudden the home team is ahead 13-6. to And in back-to-back drives, Cooper Rush said, no, I got you here. He goes 12 of 13 for 129 yards in just two drives. Mm-hmm. And bang, bang, touchdown, touchdown. They take the lead and don't look back. And then against Washington, Washington's got talent, as you just saw in the final game. Right. Well, against Washington, he picked them to pieces at Jerry World, okay? So he did that, and then he went to the Rams. He didn't throw for much because they didn't need him to throw much because the defense just rode that day. 
And by the way, I keep bringing it up, but the defense played better maybe because it's the backup and they Agreed. think we, we got to right. rise for the backup. Well, I, I wish they'd play that way for Dak right. because we haven't seen the likes of that defense since Cooper Rush played right. when they were just I dominating. I agree. Okay? But also, Skip, you have to also understand, you can't ask Dak to make, that makes $40 million to play like Cooper Rush where they're so like, it's so like, here, here, mm-hmm. here. Yeah. You pay Dak $40 million there, there's to take not risk. Even, it's not gambler. It's just careful. Yeah. It's, it's not careful gambler. He's he just going to make the right read and right. throw to the right guy and hit him with a catchable pass. And under pressure, he was very good. Yeah. He was trustable. But they're going to call the okay. game different right. for Dak okay. and the new for Cooper right. Rush. So, but the point is, Cooper Rush, to me, I told you when Dak came back, he raised the bar. Yeah. And I said, okay, Dak, you're on. You got Detroit and Chicago back-to-back at home. Remember, yeah. those were his yeah. first two games mm-hmm. back. Show him, you know, j- just show me what, what, right. what you got. Right. Well, I still say I'm still a believer in Dak Prescott because I've seen too much good from him that slightly outweighs the bad. But to your point, the bad cannot rear its ugly head in playoff games because you can't overcome it. Okay, let me ask you this. Yeah. How about – have you seen seven straight games of good? No, I, I have not. But, but <laughs> so that's, that's, I, I, saw, I saw third and 30 against yes, the Philadelphia yes, Eagles, and yes. I saw 52 yards to T.Y. Yes. Hilton, and it was a thing of beauty. Yes. It's not that easy to make that throw no, that no. beautifully. It's, it's perfect. It was. Even against the Houston Texans. Remember, that's when I proclaimed them unjinxable. I got that. The, like, I see firepower. I see star power. This team is legitimately, authentically a contender. And the very next game after I proclaimed that was Houston at home. And it, they, he threw, it, threw a touchdown with two picks and almost lost. Okay. And it took a 98-yard yes. Dak drive at yes. the end of the game. Remember yes. this? It yes. took 98 yards for him to hit a late touchdown pass to pull it out of the fire against the Texans. Is that not a bad sign? Right. Yeah, it's a bad sign. And then Jacksonville was a bad sign. And then Tennessee was a bad sign. And then the worst sign of all was this game last Sunday against Sam Howell at Washington. I can't defend it because he's the leader of the team. Yeah. I I still don't think he's the best player. I thought Micah was emerging as the best player on the team, but he has not played that way, and we're going to discuss him in just a minute here on this show. Micah, I still believe Micah is the best player, but he's not the most important player. Yeah, well, because of the position. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. so Dak Dak is going to – Dak needs to show – now, this is a great time for him to go mistake-free football over the next month. And if you do that, you give yourself a great opportunity. But but the way he's turned the ball over over the last month with six turnovers – you're going home. Okay. Well, usually <laughs> the final month of the season pretty much predicts who you are, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, this predicts that they're a nightmare. Yeah, well, you're two and two, and Dak yeah. has six turnovers. Okay. Six, yeah. six picks, excuse okay. me. Okay. Yet he understands a turnover better than all of us put together. Well, I guess he understands how to make a turnover. Exactly, right? okay. exactly. <laughs> okay. And, guys, the bad news for Dak is that this Bucks defense is getting quite opportunistic when it comes to generating takeaways. Mm-hmm. They had 12 in the first 13 games of the season, seven in the last four. All right, that showdown happens Monday night in primetime. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? 
The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. All right, so LeBron missing the Lakers loss to the Nuggets now He's listed as probable tonight against the Mavericks and Luka Doncic. Even with LeBron's return, though, the Lakers find themselves three-point home underdogs. That's according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, if he's your guy, how do you explain this? Ozmakers do not think the Lakers are a good team. Mm. How many times have they actually been favored this year? It's not very many. So that's what it comes down to, Skip. The Ozmakers don't think the Ozmakers are not in business to give people give away their money. They don't think the Lakers are a good team, even with LeBron there. Even with him being office, uh, 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 Western Conference player of the, uh, the week. Yep. Even with him putting up these numbers mm-hmm. in year 20, even when they had AD, they weren't favored in very many ball games. So I'm not surprised in considering Dallas just dropped a 51-piece on them on Christmas Day in a quarter, in the third quarter. Remember that, Skip? Do I. So, and LeBron and Troy, uh, and Troy Brown Jr. listed this. So I just want to know one thing. Who going to guard Luka? At least they can throw a lot of different guys. They can put Dan Witty. They can put Hardaway Jr. They can put a lot of different guys on LeBron. Who are we going to put on Luka? Mm. Pat Bell, he injured. Lonnie Walker, he injured. Schroeder, Schroeder's not as tall as I am. And Luka's 6'7 and a half. So uh, Max, Max Christie, we can't put, we can't put uh, 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 Reeves on him because he's out. So we ain't really got nobody to guard him. Mm. So he probably going to go for a 40-point triple-double. Mm. He just went... He just went for 43 against the Clippers. So that's why they're not favored. And I'm not surprised by this. But LeBron going to get his. Mm. And we're going to win this game. Well, I think you should win this game. Give me the three it, points. By the way, I, I just said you should win. Why, why would I do that? You, 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 I, I'm, you, not, I'm not going to do that. What you talking I'm, about the man? You want me to bet against my No, no, no. Opinion? What did you just tell me just before? You talking about, but he's shooting 30, 29% from the three. 29.6. Okay, well, give me, the, give me the points then. Okay. I bet he make at least two threes tonight. Well, last time he played Dallas, he went 0 for 4. I bet he make at least two. Nightly occurrence. I bet he make. I bet he make two. You know what I tell you? What for case to do? I do you right here. Give me. I bet he make three threes tonight. Now what I'm talking about? I got him scared, Brian. You see that? I got him scared. Yeah, but all that matters are they going to win the game? Yes. 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 Okay, I will take that bet, but they have to win the game. Okay. All right. Okay. If he hits three, like some garbage. Hey, no, 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 we don't do garbage. Okay. We come out of the game. Remember, didn't he tell you last year he didn't want the scoring title in meaningless game, and he sat it down. Uh, you didn't want to hear that. You wanted to go, go for it, go for it, LeBron. He said, I don't do that. Okay. 
he does he he will get the hot hand occasionally because the the one game he made four out of six. Who was that against? Was it Charlotte or? No, we did that Atlanta. We, we dropped, oh, we, maybe it was against the, the, we dropped 40, the We went 47-10 to 9 on them. Okay, we're going to talk about that in a minute. He, he went 47. Giannis went 7? Well, 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 this is not Giannis. Don't get me started. It's not Giannis. Okay, out. I will, just for fun, I will accept that bet. Okay. That's for one case, but he has to make three threes. Three. Three, and they have to win the game. Go and win it. Okay, all right. Back to the, the issue at hand. I, I'm just mesmerized because... LeBron is playing at a high level. He does not shoot the ball great from three, neither does Russ. But Russ has been playing at a very productive level, albeit in spite of that final category over there that (laughs) often has a seven in it, right? But but still, Thomas Bryant has been a revelation. Yeah, he played well. Man, he's playing well. He's going to give you like 17 and 10 every night, and he's going to work his tail off on both ends of the floor. Right. And – I'm saying I, I don't know if these other guys I, I can't keep up whether they're they're gonna play or not. But Pat Bevan listed a question. Well, Austin Reeves and Lonnie Walker are out. LeBron okay. and Troy Brown Jr. are listed as probable. Okay. All right. Well that that would help because Troy Brown's been pretty good. But Dallas hits and misses. They they can go the, the Clippers just wiped them out the other night and they didn't even have Paul George. The Clippers had to win that game because they lost six straight games. But now I look back at what happened on Christmas Day and Again, th- there are two ways to, to attack Luka. You, you can either just attack him and say, you can't do this. Right. And that's what the Lakers are basically doing. You can't do this. Right. And in the third quarter, it bit them because all of a sudden, Dallas just started raining threes right. because Luka had six assists just in the third quarter right. alone. That's on the way. That'd be 24 for the game. Well, the shots started okay. falling in the third that they were missing in the first yeah. half. Yeah, and that you guys like- led by a little at halftime. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to show you what happened in the third quarter on just the three ball because they made nine threes just in the third quarter. That'd yeah. be a good game for a lot of teams, yeah, yeah. especially the Lakers. But here we're going to that'd be a great. Off. That's definitely a great half. Yeah, it's uh, they're four by Hardaway. That was Dinwiddie. He made two. This is Christian Wood. I believe he made one. And here we go. Whoops. And Dinwiddie again. Dinwiddie again. That's his second and last. And then here we go. This is Hardaway. I believe he made four out of five. And here we go again. The man skip. I mean, you can't do anything about that. It's raining the ball. Look at this. Come on, man. Lucas, that's Hardaway. He's getting six assists just on kickout passes, right? Reggie Bullock. Whoops. And then Reggie Bullock with the next game and then score a point. I know. Well, he only hit the one in the third quarter, but there's Hardaway. Hardaway. When he made that one, I said, okay, that's enough. Right? And that one. That's unconscious. Okay, nine threes. Yeah, and fifty-one points. And I thought it would stand up as the most points that would be. Somebody scored, scored fifty-one other night. 51. Charlotte. Charlotte scored fifty-one. Wow, how mm-hmm. do you do that? Mm-hmm. Charlotte did. <laughs> he said, did. Okay. Against Milwaukee. Market, yep. I thought Milwaukee was better than that. Man, they didn't play nobody. Ain't nobody, nobody played. Huh? Was that what it was? That's what it was. I thought Giannis played that game. <laughs> no, he didn't. He did the three-point line, you know. right? Okay, so. You step back from this, and I still can't believe that every game, it seems like, at the crypt, the, the Lakers are underdogs. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, how can this be? Because, because they look at that roster, too. The odds make a look at that roster say, that's not good. Okay. Yeah, y'all got LeBron, but he can only do so much. Okay, but on Christmas Day, LeBron went up with 38 points on 13 of 23. That's pretty good. But here's the, the killer line to this the, in a good way. He made all 12 of his free throws. Mm-hmm. He's a 74% free throw shooter, and he made 12 out of 12. 
I mean, that's like we Jimmy might have, Butler. We might have a Jimmy territory. Butler night. We might do 2020 night. 23 out of 23? Yeah, we might have 50 pieces. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I will take a second case of dude nope, that he I doesn't want, get no, 50. No, 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 no. I, want to okay. I just want to enjoy it because I don't want to give you – I don't want to be anxious at the edge of my seat every shot. I just want to enjoy it. <laughs> I, will, I will take a second case of dude mm-hmm. on the fact no. – that LeBron will miss at least one free throw tonight. How about that? Mm-mm. At least one free throw? You won't take that? He might. He probably hit. He probably hit, hit all three of them to win the game. Mm. They probably want a three-point really? shot. Hit all three of them to win the game. He'll, you, you mean you need? You're down two, and he needs to make three. Make all three of them. Okay. Did I just say he gonna make all three of them oh, to win the I game? Didn't. You got to give me the circumstance. Yes, all three right. of them to win uh, the game. I mean, if you're tied, then then surely he can if, make one. If right? we t- if we down three. Okay. And he what, get what fouled three, he'll make all craziest three of them. about your man LeBron, like against Charlotte when he ran out of his shoe or whatever he did. It's the, the game is tied. All, all you need to do is you, you just just shoot the. You, you, if you get two free throws, you can make one. Yeah. You can make one. Well, he was going. He was going. He about to spin the corner. He was about uh, to take it to the rack. Okay. Well, it, I thought he was. Okay. And then just shoot the free throws if they too foul much you. torque. Okay, too much torque. He mm-hmm. ran right. He's, he's so explosive at age 38, yeah, yeah, yeah. he ran right out of yeah, his Yeah, a big man moving in that kind of other people do that. You see that man? Hey, you see that lean? That's, that's a big man. Really? Okay. Yep. So the, the point is, are you betting that he's going to make three free throws at the end of the game to win it down if, two? If needed. If needed. If needed. Okay. If we tied, he'll make all three to tie. If, he, if we down two, he'll make all three to win it. Okay. That's what I'm saying. You heard what I said. I will bet you a sort of a futures in case of bet. I will bet you 10 cases that he doesn't make three free throws in a row to make to win the game. I'll bet you 10 cases. But what if, what if that scenario doesn't exist? If it exists, we're well, going to do it. Okay, well, I'm saying I just uh, hope we get there. Uh, I would love that. I mean, he probably, on that 50 piece, he probably would have to be sit down like the last, you know, 30, 40 seconds. It won't even matter. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. Well, and you don't want a case on 50 because I'll, I'll do, he won't go over 50. Mm-mm. No, he had 38. He had an easy 38. Well, he took a day off with a quote unquote sprained ankle. Yeah, he helped. He fresh. Really? Oh man, huh. I see big things. See the crip, that crip currency making a comeback. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I don't know about that. I do. <laughs> do you? <laughs> Why? Do you have some of it? No, or? I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. Right, I hope not. No, I don't. <laughs> okay, so tonight, I believe that that they will win because they should win. Okay. I, I, I don't trust Dallas. I don't believe because they're a three-point shooting team or bust. Yes. Although what's funny in that 51-point third quarter, Lucas scored 13 points and, and didn't make a three. Right. So he's just getting them, as you know, just yeah. up and yeah. unders, just little. What do you think Lucas' stat line going to be? Mm, tonight? He, he'll get 40. <laughs> Well, you talking about you wonder and you wonder why the Lakers not favor. Okay, but but again, it's it's how do you attack this? Because some teams just say we're going to guard him straight up and give him forty. Yeah, and and we'll make sure the other guys don't go yeah. crazy. Yeah, we're gonna right? hold it. We, we'll okay. let you do your thing, but we'll hold okay. the others. Well, well, I would think that you would flip the script tonight and just say, okay, let Luca get fifty if he wants to, but we're going to guard the three point line and we're not going to let let Hardaway make four threes in one quarter. And Christian Wood's been playing unbelievable. He has. Dinwiddie. Yeah. Because they got so they got guys that can go get you uh, easy 30. Hardaway, Dinwiddie, Christian Wood. Yeah. I mean, Russ is the runaway sixth man of the year. You got that going. You think so? Yeah. Runaway. I mean, who's better? What about Jordan Poole? Well, it is, yeah, I guess he qualifies mm-hmm. as sixth man. Malcolm like, Brogdon. No. Uh, no. Okay. Don't you? Russ. Look I, at, I mean, I, I love what Russ is look doing. Look at the numbers. Yeah. Okay, so now bigger picture. LeBron continues the narrative of I don't have enough help. And you know what he said to the Athletic the other day about 
you know, it's not for me to talk about. What yeah, right. Talking. It ain't for us to talk about he it. He says, y'all know what the F should be happening. I don't need to talk. Well, OK, so he, he it's, it's passive aggressive because he's being aggressive, saying, you know what should, should happen. You do. OK. And, and then I read the Bleacher Report and they did all the trade scenarios yesterday about what should they do. And every scenario involved the 27 first round pick and the 29 first round pick. Because you're going to have to give up both of them, if not just one of them. But do you want Miles Turner? Do you want Buddy Heald? Because all of a sudden, Indiana's playing very well. They're they're like but, them but and my, Sacramento but, have been the two surprises. But Miles Turner turned down that extension. He did. He don't want to be there. They got some issues going. So on. guess what? Y'all get him. We hey, y'all can lose him for nothing. You could trade a, trade him to us for okay. something. Okay. And yet they want Russ as a I assume as a buyout contract. I, I don't know. Yeah. But but Russ I'm, ain't gonna want to get bought out. Okay. And even the Bogdanovich deal. They want an unprotected first round pick for Bogey. Okay. And they would want like a Christie as as he went to Michigan State, yeah. obviously as as a kid who looks like he's. Oh, I something. like Christie. Yeah. Uh, he can shoot the three ball. I okay. mean, when he shoot it, it looked good. All right. Well, would they take him? Would they take him? We get Troy Brown Jr. instead. <laughs> well, they're not going to do that. They need something for Bogey because he's the first. I'll protect the first round pick. Yeah. Although you laughed at Sadiq Bay yesterday, and I told you he's he's pretty good. And then he scores thirty one, and they ran Minnesota out of the building. That ain't saying much, right? I mean, you see what we did to Detroit, right? Yep, I saw it. Yep. Okay, here we go. Right. LeBron's got to make three threes tonight, so jack them up, LeBron. <laughs> I am easy. Easy. Jack him up. He'll probably I love be when three we get for due 13. on a subject. No, he'll be three for 13. <laughs> All right, just to recap, Skip, as you mentioned, three threes and a win. One case to do for yep. that. <sighs> FYI, the Dallas Mavericks have gone six and two since that <laughs> Christmas be, Day matchup. first in a while. All right, guys. Did Mike Evans, is he not giving the Cowboys enough credit? Ah, uh, mm. not more bulletin board material. Yep. You're going to want to hear what he had to say coming up next right here on Undisputed. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. 
Ahead of the Buccaneers matchup with the Cowboys this Monday, wide receiver Mike Evans got asked to break down the Dallas team, and it got interesting. Take a listen. They're a team that's, that's simple. You know, they're, they're a good team, but they're simple. They don't run anything really exotic or defensively and offensively. You know, they're, they're just a really talented team, and you know, they just want to play straight up and, and see if you can beat them. So uh, we got to come with our best. Mm. All right, Shannon, decipher here. How offended or inspired do you think the Cowboys will be by what Mike Evans just said? I don't think they should be either. Um, Skip, I don't think he said anything that wasn't true. When you look at Dan Quinn, he's a very simple, basic defensive guy. He likes to play cover one, rob alert, whatever you want to address it as. I hate these teams. Got 50,000 different coverages, and you get guys blowing it because they think they're playing one thing and somebody else think they're playing something different. If you look at them, Skip, they're going to come down, they're going to line up, they're going to get up, and then all of a sudden they're going to rotate. It's cover one, and then you get a curse that's lurking or robbing the crossing route. Yeah. He's looking to pick somebody off. They played that coverage a lot in Seattle, and Cam Chancellor was the lurk guy, was the robber guy. He was looking to lay the Hamilton. night. <laughs> the lurk was Donovan Wilson, yes. and he lurked, and he picked Brady off. Remember that? Exactly, Brady yes. He didn't see him. He didn't see him. Yeah. And so, Skip, that's what they do. But if you look at the ranks, they, they, they are fifth in points allowed, 20.1, tied for third with 54 sacks. Who, which side? Dallas. Dallas. The defense. Okay. Yeah. Led, led uh, in takeaways mm-hmm. and led in quarterback pressures at 35%. So they're doing something right. Mm. It's because they're very simplistic in their approach. We believe our 11, we can line up like this, play a coverage where we don't get confused and nobody's like, man, I, man, I thought we were playing two. Yep. Man, I thought we were playing quarters. Mm-hmm. Nah, man, you know we were playing six. No, it's none of that. Cover one, rob alert, mm-hmm. and let's go play football, Skip. But the problem with – and plus they get, they get Leighton Van Der Esch back with that neck injury. They get Hankinson back. Hankins. Hankins yeah. mm-hmm. with that peck. They, they went and got, they got him, him to, the stop, to stop, stop the run. run. Okay. Van Der Esch is one of their better run stuffers. Mm-hmm. But, Skip, over the last five games, they've allowed 10 more points per game. They've, given, they've registered 10, two and a half sacks fewer mm-hmm. in week 14 to 18 than in the first two weeks, yep. first 12 weeks of the season. Okay. Because you mentioned they were averaging about four sacks a game. Now they're down to like two a game. Yep. That's not good. Okay. But Mike Evans did not say anything in Cinder. Mm. I mean, it's like when we said, oh, the Broncos. Oh, all they want to do is run the ball. Damn right, that's what we did. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Okay, that's what they're going to do. They're going to play that coverage. It's up to Tom Brady to beat that coverage because they believe they can get to you with that four-man pressure mm-hmm. before you can find somebody that's open. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> First, let me say this about Mike Evans. I don't get to hear him talk enough right. because he is really good right. at, at speaking mm-hmm. and being captivating. He knows what he's talking about, and that was upfront, forthright right. kind of talk. Right. That, that wasn't duck and dodge. That wasn't Brady going cliches. Right. Right. That, what does Brady say? I work hard at saying nothing, nothing yeah. right? Okay. I only say 10% of what I'm actually so that's thinking. That's what it was. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, well, Mike Evans said exactly what he was thinking, and it was about as real a talk. Yeah. It, as you could get because he, he's he just laying it right in the right. middle of the table. He's saying, hey, let's be honest here. This is what they do. They are simple. They're simple on defense. They, they blitz some. They're 13th right. in blitzing, but it's not. they're, they're not going to come after you. Right. Right? Right. And they do. As he said, we didn't get to the end of the clip because we don't have time. But, but the point was he went on about, he said, I hope they play cover one all night because I love cover one. Yeah, okay, see, he does. So he's being honest yeah, about yes, it. He's just saying, yes, yeah. Yeah. And then he was very forthright and upfront about, he said, they have had issues at that other corner because they've lost two guys over yes. there. Well, they lost Anthony, Anthony Brown, Brown with Achilles and Jordan and, Lewis. And Jordan Lewis. But they also, I think he was also factoring in 
Kelvin Joseph, their second round pick of two, two, now going back two years right. ago, just failed. I right. mean, they, they just they took him out. Done, yes. yes. Right. Yes. And so he's I think he was also counting him as he's he's just out. Right. OK, so he's saying, isn't it 26 now? Well, that would be Deron Bland, who was the slot corner, who's pretty good in the slot. Right. He, he's he's been like a godsend. Right. But they're having to slowly but surely move him out to corner. Right. Well, now they're raving about Xavier Rhodes that they got, who's now 33 years of age, and okay. I'm not sure what he has left. Right. But I looked up um, the, the other day. Oh, Minnesota Vikings went to the it was at the uh, the Colts at yeah. one point. Yeah, but but they they've had like a parade of guys that they keep bringing in because uh, Mackenzie Alexander, remember from yeah. Clemson? Yeah. He came in and was playing against Philadelphia. While I said I didn't know he was on the team. I didn't either. And then at Washington. I look up, and it's been um, Trayvon Mullen, another Clemson yeah. kid. They just keep, like, getting them up off the they, couch. They try, they try and skip. They're trying to – and that Nashawn Wright, who they drafted in the third right. round, they gave him a run, and I guess they, they're not sold. Well, the, the point is – it's like scary vulnerable. Yeah. So you know what Brady and Mike Evans are talking yeah. about as we speak in right. some meeting. We're, we're going to go over there because yeah. you know it, it, it's go, Are they going to let Mike Evans roam over there? Or you'll uh, uh, you'll have a uh, um, digs travel with him. Okay. Because if and you look Mike at- Evans did make the point when when he talked yesterday. He said. Two years ago in that opening Thursday night game, right. he said Diggs took me every time. But he said at Dallas, he didn't take me that right. much. Okay? So is it going to be Deron Bland right. on him? Right. It, but the secondary, Skip, you look at what Zay Jones, the day he had, Christian Kirk, Devontae, A.J., yep. McLaurin. So guys have had big had big days on that secondary. Skip, it, it. look, we love knowing going into a game, oh, that's all they're going to play. I don't care what the coverage is. If I know, if I can get a beat, oh, man, they're a man team. All they going to play, we play the Raiders, we play Kansas City. No, oh, they play a man. Beat man coverage. Okay. And that's what he said. He's like, oh, y'all want to play that single high safety? That's just straight man. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Hey, that's I, what he I said. That. That's exactly. You, you got him. You, you, <laughs> I love that. Okay. That's what he said. He also looks across the ball at the offense, and he just said they're just, they're just simple. Yeah. Okay. Why are they simple? Because they, they were the third most first down rushing attempts. And I'm going to go like third level stats on you, but I'm going to show you what my team does. My team is all about meat and potatoes on first down. And they're they're so predictable that I die watching yeah. them play because it's it's going to be Zeke. That puts you behind the, the sticks gut. though a lot. Okay, well, yeah, check out the stats on this. Okay, so they were third in first down rushing attempts in the league. Okay. So that's pretty predictable. They're 24th in the league in yards per attempt on first down. Well, oh, that won't work, no. right? Okay, so now let's just take our man Ezekiel Elliott. Right. Okay, so – on, on yards per attempt on first down, he ranked 45th out of 46 players. Damn. That's 3.43. So that's what he averaged on for, uh, first down rushing attempts. Yet he had the 16th most first down rushing attempts in the league. Well, I'm, I'm showing you the math is mind-blowing because it, it's behind the sticks math. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what it is. How many times did I sit You're back? second and long. Yeah, it's, it's second nine. It's second 11. It's you know, and th- they'll bust Tony Pollard on one, but it's it's rarely on first down because right. that's Zeke's down. Right. That, that they're going to establish because Jerry grew up in this league watching Emmett Smith take over football <laughs> games because you could. Yeah. But guess who was up front blocking for him? Yeah, you had the best offensive line in football. You but did. Skip, but the game has changed now. Yeah. There's not that much emphasis. They've made it very friendly, very conducive for you to throw the football. 
Your quarterback's protected. The wide receivers, you got the defensive receiver. You got the incidental contact skip. It's so much easier to throw the ball now. I'm not. I'm surprised when teams have like 30 and 40 rush attempts. I'm like, why? When it's so easy for you to throw. It seems like every time they throw in a flag of a PI, incidental contact, illegal this or illegal that. But the Cowboys, look, I, and I get it, Skip. I, I get your frustration with them running the football. But their best chance to win is to run the football. Okay, well, that's what you said earlier in this show. So, again, <laughs> you're, you're cross-purposes here because you do need to run, but how predictable, how right. simple are you going to be in your running approach? Are you going to play action on some first downs just yeah. to trick them yeah, a little yeah, bit? Yeah, got, you got to, Skip. Yeah. But I give you a prime example of playing a whole lot of things that cost you, cost you Tampa. Because they thought they were playing one thing and what they were playing something else. And Cooper Rush run, Cooper Cup runs right down the field. Right down the middle of the field. Did he? Yeah, I mean, that was a blown blitz where it got called by Todd Bowles. Yeah, see? And then Murphy Bunning didn't hear it. I, I don't know, but he's supposed to go and he starts and then he stops. And he's, he's a free rusher. Mm-hmm. Well, if you hit Matthew Stafford, you're good. Right. But nobody hit well, Matthew Winfield Stafford. Winfield Jr. is thinking, like, oh, the ball's got to come out. Yeah, he's, he's Uh-oh, thinking, yeah. I'm flat-footed and Cooper Cup is still he was, running. He was completely flat-footed. And, and they admitted after the game, it's a decoy route yeah, for Cooper it Cup. Is. He is not yeah. primary. No, He's no. not even supposed to be targeted. No. You, you clear, you're clearing out yeah. to run the dagger or the over yeah. end behind it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Matt Stafford said, I look up and I see. What number is he? I can't Ten. Remember. Ten, yeah. I see Ten. Running wide open down the field. I, I just threw it up in the air because yeah. he just threw him a, a jump ball. Right. You know, just like a – Just don't overthrow yeah, him. Like a punt. Because he's and, so – like I said, Skip, he's yeah. just like – he's just so – I just just don't – just do not pull a Jimmy G and overthrow this man. And, again, I got sick to my stomach. I about vomited. But, but <laughs> again, as the ball came down into his hands, the game is over. Yeah. Because you know what's about to happen. If it was a walk-off field goal. It's just going to be an easy walk-off field goal. Mm-hmm. And, and it came out of nowhere because you, you got him trapped. Right. right. You're, you're going to get the ball right. back. And Brady had just scored, remember, 24 unanswered. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what happened in that game. But, but in this game, this is different. Mike Evans, I, I got to tell you, what, what he's doing is – and by the way, he's a decorated playoff player. Yeah. You know, like, he, he can talk. He's talking from a position of strength and authority in the postseason. And by the way, in their game of the year, albeit in the NFC going south, did he not rise and yeah. shine? Okay, it's, it's what he's always done. I'm pretty sure it's what he's going to do on Monday right. night. Mm-hmm. And, and so he is laying down the gauntlet to Dallas because it's a little bit of a challenge just to say with complete open honesty – you guys are simple. Your attitude is we're just better than you, mm-hmm. and we're going to show you that. Right. And he's like, okay, let, let's do it this way. Yeah. Uh, we'll show you. Let, let's go your best against our best with no tricks, right. no camouflage, right. no smoke, no mirrors. Let's just play football. Yeah. You do exactly what you do, and we're going to do exactly what we do, and may the best man win. Yeah. And, right? that, and, Skip, when you play that defense, you got to have two hellacious corner. And they, in Seattle, they had that. Did they? They had a sec. They sec. Your secondary has to has to be outstanding. Yeah. Because you had Earl Thomas, you had Cam, you had Sherm, you had Brandon Browner, and then I think you had Maxwell on the other side. Yeah. So you had an outstanding secondary. So Skip, you can be just okay. We playing cover one lurk, cover one robber. Let's uh, go play football. Let's go play. But, but Brandon Browner, he was a big, powerful, big, fil- tall, yeah. 
you know, like an enforcer. And, and Sherman was one of the top two yeah. corners. He and Reeves was one yeah. of the top two corners in football. And those two guys and behind the, him were oh, were all stars. pros in Pro Bowl. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, when you got a secondary, you can play that coverage, but you got to have some hellacious corners. Ooh. And you got one on one side, Diggs. Yep. But who? They're gonna wear that that other corner. He gonna he gonna he gonna, he gonna get better. Whoever it is, whoever it is, he'll get wore out. Long line. Maybe it's gonna be Xavier Rhodes. Yeah. I don't know. Mike Evans says I want to go on the right. Okay. I ain't go. I don't want to go on the left side. I'm going yeah. on the right. Let me go to the right and please <laughs> look for me. Yes. Don't worry, Tom. Tom will be looking for you. <laughs>